presence of shame is the absence of unconditional love. We do not want to shame anyone for their um, STI status, for how they choose to identify um, their sexuality. We're not here to shame you. We're here to give you a space where you can be your truest self and be free. Welcome back to Open Late Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Svandiari, and I am still here with Michael Hollis, the founder of The Play. If you haven't yet listened to the first interview that we did, it was all about The Play, its pillars, the inspiration, um, how this community came together, and the team. But now we are going to be answering listener questions. So essentially, we we pulled in like, what, six, eight questions between the two of us that were really good. More questions than that, actually, but so many are the same. So we're grouping them together because, you know, there are obviously themes and trends here. Um, So I want to ask, this is something that I feel like the the male identifying people in our community do struggle with Mm -hmm. that are single. It's like, okay, I'm a single guy. Yeah. How do I go about this? Because there are there are parties that won't even accept single men. Yes. Um, I don't agree with not accepting single men. Mm-hmm. Now. I agree with you on not agreeing to not accept single men. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, where are the, where are the hot single guys? You know, it, it, I, I don't think that should be a part of our culture Mm -hmm. that that we're trying to create is saying, oh, couples and only single women can Right. Um, Mm -hmm. That's placating to like the whole issue with the patriarchal norms. Yeah, we could go really far down that rabbit hole. Um, So, yeah, it, it is tough to be a single man in this community, but, you know, we have almost as many single women at the party as we do single men, mm-hmm. you know, and there's, you know, there's women at the party and, and men at the party that want to meet a single guy, right? you know, who can hold space, who knows how to like appreciate the divine mm-hmm. feminine and be in the masculine. Um, so with those in that interview process, you know, if it's a single guy who's never been to a play party before, well then that could be a red flag. Right. right? Now, if it's a single guy who's maybe, had a bunch of threesomes and foursomes and more mm-hmm. sums, you know, and this is just first time stepping out into this arena. It's like, okay, well, maybe you you have um, the dialogue to be able to right. you know understand how to operate in this mm-hmm. because you know when guys are a little too aggressive in this space, it, it just kills the vibe. Yeah. So um, we are careful on what single guys that we allow. Um, but we're also careful with what single women we allow too. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, if you're if you're just going to this play party to get back at your ex, <laughs> yeah. I think one. the cool thing is you just look at people as people. It's like exactly. you know, however you identify really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're looking for like somebody's emotional intelligence, their experience. You know, which we talked a lot about this, and mm-hmm. you shared so much about on these topics in the previous episode so if you haven't yet listened to that check it out and i think that the what we can do for this listener too is share like how to go about navigating the space as a single guy because i think you know as you're saying you know aggression this isn't the place for aggression really this is a place for you know really being present and energetically like understanding what's happening and checking in so 
what tips would you give? You know, especially since you're a man, I can't yeah. really speak to this. I've, I've been the single guy <laughs> mm-hmm. at a party before. Um, you know, it's let the party come to you. Mm. You know, if if you do get accepted, and, and you know, we have accepted single guys who haven't been to a play party before, and you know, this is their first one because of that interview process. Yeah, right. They put detail into that consent conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, an awesome experience when we when we talked to them. So, um, but but I do tell guys like, just relax because it is a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's another one. Uh, I tell guys. If it's your first play party, you may have some trouble getting it up. Mm. Um, if I can be vulnerable, my my first three play parties, I couldn't I couldn't get it up. Yeah. There was so many sensations happening at once. Yeah, you know? it's like, like complete overwhelm. Five of my favorite portals are happening before <laughs> my eyes. In the same and like room. All of them want me to join and I am just not ready yet. Yeah. Um so, you know, it's it's more so we want single guys to come, but we want to set you up for success. Mm. So if this is your first party and your first experience of like multiple people hooking up at once, we may not be setting you up for success by having you come to this because, you know, this is a party where, you know, people are, go- are going to play. And, and if you're, you know, in the corner with your arms crossed or you're just, you know, always watching and, and lurking and, you know, it can, it can not be the vibe. Yeah. So interesting. And also like it is okay to be at a party and like not play. Hundred percent. You know, no, and and I know that you feel the same way. I just mm-hmm. want to reiterate it for people listening. Like, if you are a single guy and like you are having trouble, you know, like getting aroused because there is so much overwhelm. There is a lot of pressure like in society that gets put on men to perform and like so much shame I'm sure that comes with like ED I can't imagine. Yes. And so like just know that that is normal. Like mm-hmm. you're sharing this and you're the founder of a play party and a play community, you know, and you've been in the in the lifestyle or, you know, you've been uh, non-monogamous for, for five years. So like just know that that might happen and that's okay. And generally people who are going to like accept you and still celebrate you and like you know still want to enjoy your company are the people that you want to be around anyway and like you just might not have the time that you thought you were gonna have (laughs) so like be prepared i would say come you know come in be an observer first just see this new scene that's happening Mm. around you um but then also do what you're comfortable with, which could be, hey, I'm going to drop in with this one woman, mm-hmm. you know, and now you're back to this one-on-one engagement versus right. feeling like, oh, there's a pile and how do I get involved? No, mm-hmm. drop in with her, get to know her. Yeah. And then when you have that connection, you'll see how much easier it is. You know, now I'm aroused. Right. Wow, that's awesome. And now, hey, someone's asking to join. Okay, yeah. I can do that, but mm-hmm. take your time. Don't don't try to get right into the pile. Just yeah. start start with what's comfortable, which is the one on one, and then potentially add someone if it feels right. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing the male perspective. Um, sometimes I do wish that I had a penis just so I can know like what it's all like. Um, <laughs> Some people have BDE without you know a penis. Yeah. I'm getting that from you. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I like when people tell me that I have BDE. Or that I present tall online because then they meet me in person. And they're like, oh my God, you're so tiny. So many people when they meet me in person, they're like, 
what? I thought the same You're thing. Five foot? Like, what do I look like? Do I look like I'm five eight? On like, love this. Giving six foot energy over here. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what are some do's and don'ts? Party etiquette. We went through like all mm. you know the rules of the play, which I I love and like highly recommend checking out the previous episode. Um, but aside from that, you know, do's and don'ts. Okay, so. Never consider a yes a blanket yes, Mm. right? The yes was for that engagement. So that doesn't mean, okay, we ended up connecting and now, you know, an hour later I'm coming back and I'm just going to start touching on you. Mm. You gave me a yes for the connection that we had an hour ago. You didn't give me a yes for the connection that you're trying to engage with. So a big do is to constantly check in with consent. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like consent, hey, can I kiss you again? It's like, hey, is it okay if I rest my hand on your shoulder? Mm. Start with that type of consent. Because when someone, when you approach someone saying, hey, is it okay if I touch my shoulder? It's like, wow, Mm -hmm. yes. Like someone at a bar would just um, automatically do that. But that's the beautiful part about the play space is that it is a safer space than most um, party atmospheres because everybody's just checking in with consent for the littlest things Mm -hmm. so that's a big do is that always ask for consent and a big don't is don't assume that when you've gotten consent that is a blanket yes yeah always be checking in i love that it it kind of it's so interesting because i've heard people over the years right you know i'm in spaces where consent's talked about a lot and there are people who'll be like well it's just not sexy for me to be like oh can i like every five seconds like can I hold your hand or can I touch you or can I kiss you? Like to ask, you know, it doesn't put me in a position where I feel like I'm, you know, leading or whatever. And it's like, Mm. there's nothing sexier than somebody who wants to talk about the things that they want to do with me verbally before they happen. Like talking about sex, talking about intimacy, talking about the way that you would like to touch me is going to get me excited before it happens. And the mind is actually the most like erotic organ that we have, like to think about things or envision things happening before they physically happen is, it's like having the experience twice. So I think having like a whole conversation about, can you know, like things you're consenting to and desires and like what you wanna to plan to do can actually elevate the sexiness. Well, you know, our saying is consent is sexy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's people that practice their pickup lines, if yeah. you will, you know. Um, so practice it, you know. You can make consent sexy, you mm-hmm. know. Another don't was that I thought about, we did talk about this. It's like, you know, having too much alcohol or like substances. You said it's a yeah. drug-free space. I've been in other places too where like it's okay to whatever whatever is your cup of tea like Mm -hmm. mdma or you know other things that we've talked about on this show like lsd but being too much on something i would say is a big don't and huge don't yeah you don't want to be the sloppy person at the party we've had um you know look every space in la is drug free Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah right so we've had people you know show up on LSD, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I know you guys are journeying right now, yeah. but your vibe is completely different than mm-hmm. what we've got going on here. Yeah. So we're going to have to ask you guys to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are just on a different journey. And, yeah. Love that um, journey for you. I love that journey. <laughs> However, you know, 
we need you to be in this container. Mm. And, uh, you know, showing up to a party sloppy or just on a completely different vibe, um, you know, it, it can... It, it, it can mess things up and again we're creating this closed container and we want you to journey with us right start off with us this is a long party anyways yeah i was gonna say so the do to that is like actually show up and find out what the vibe is first because you know i'm sure you know not everybody lives in la so not everybody's gonna be coming to the play unless they want to travel here which I highly recommend um so for like you know preparing for your own play party i would say the do is like actually go and see what the vibe is first is this like a you know a margarita vibe which like is one of my favorite vibes like daytime sexy pool parties Mm -hmm. margaritas like that is literally my jam and i'm gonna have to figure out a way to do it with like mocktails this summer but you know see what the space is like first you know it might be like that fun place where you know it's rave culture and people are you know on um or rolling or whatever but like that's the do is like Find out, you know, if it's your first party, like what the community is all about. Is it a sober community? Like, is it, you know, what are people doing and like, what's the energy? The only way you can have that intimacy is by being able to be present. So I feel like that's the the do to that. And yeah. And and to your point, you know, our our first couple of play parties, we didn't play at. Mm -hmm. We just went because we were amazed that this existed. Yes. Let's just go peek to scene. Like, oh my God, this is happening. Okay, now that I know this happens, I can come back into the space a little bit more prepared. Yeah. So, just like you would scout anything, you know, go go on a scout and you know, mm-hmm. scouting with your partner. How much fun is that? Yeah. You guys talk about exactly what you saw. Then the do there becomes like, hey, I saw this, this, and this. Do you think it's okay if like I were to try some of this? And then you get that boundaries conversation started. So then you go back to the party, knowing your boundaries Mm -hmm. and being able to explore it a little more. Yes. I actually, we're going to get to this because another listener question I had was how to prepare. And we can, we could do a list because we we talked about a lot of these things in the previous episode. Um, But last thing on the do's and don'ts is, you know, (laughs) I came to the party. Obviously it's don't have a phone. And there were... A couple of people that I really like wanted to connect with yeah. further. And so do bring a paper and a pen. <laughs> like do play, bring yes. I bring one, you know, I have one in my fanny pack at Burning mm-hmm. Man. Another reason why I feel like the play is like the burn. Um yeah, definitely have a way, like if you want to connect with people. Yes, after. we we are actually starting a membership program. Mm. So if you are a member of the play, well, I mean we have a membership program, but we're gonna have an online portal to where you can create a profile. Cool. Um, you'll also be able to check out our art. We have a vault, and literally, it's one percent of what you see on Instagram wow. is what is what's out there. So um, we have. You know, the other 99% is just stuff people haven't seen. And, you know, we've got the the sign-offs from everybody. So um, it's going to allow you to, after the play party, say, okay, let me log in and, hey, message that person. Mm -hmm. Love to to connect with you. I I love hearing that people connected after the play and they're all going to Tahoe together, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's the beautiful part about it is, like, the play party is usually the kickoff or the inspiration to these, like, beautiful friendships. Um, 
Uh, one more last do and don't. You know, obviously do take care of your health. We talked about before, you know, get yourself tested. And also like a huge do at the party, whatever party you go to, if it's not the play, is like plan on using protection. Like you, I mean, every play party I've ever been to has like a surplus of condoms, but you know, just do plan on using protection with everybody there because it keeps the community safe. Yeah. And I know for you guys, that's like a big one. Um, yes, we, unless you are uh, what they call fluidly bonded with someone. So maybe mm-hmm. it's, you know, your partner, um, you know, we're okay with that, right? Yeah. You're, you're married. Like yeah. you guys can yeah. do, do what you want. But, you know, we want to make sure that if you're playing with others to wear a condom, um, if you do connect with that person, deeply then after the party mm-hmm. you guys you know right do your thing get that type of consent but just mm-hmm. in this space we're trying to make it as safe as possible and um you know health is our number one pillar yeah it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing american families time is short before something big happens and that's why so many folks are preparing they're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Amazing. Um, Okay, this question is a big one. How to prepare? And this is such a broad question so maybe we could just like list off some things you know keep in mind the people that like maybe aren't coming to the play and they don't have these like steps to go through that you are here talking about the community Mm -hmm. right i uh i love other play parties you're not going to hear me talk down about them they may not be you know uh our cup of tea but they're in this space expanding it and Mm -hmm. so i respect that they're helping grow the culture yeah so a couple of things First and foremost, the boundaries conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, it's when we first started, we had the nine commandments. Okay. We created the nine commandments between me and my partner. And um, we wrote down all the nine boundaries yeah. of how to engage and what in, in certain situations and what was okay and what wasn't. And those boundaries evolve. So know that when you create your boundaries, mm-hmm. they will evolve as you guys evolve. Right. So, um, and it's not just don't have a conversation about don't just have a conversation about it. Write it down. It's mm-hmm. a great exercise to write down your boundary and share it with your partner. Yeah. And then get them all in one document. Like, all right, this is us. Mm-hmm. Treat it like a business, like any you know, like anything that you anything that you want to be successful. Write it it down. should definitely be on a piece of paper. Yeah. yeah. Number two, um, wear something that makes you feel sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. We used to say, um, and we had to correct this, is like, wear something sexy. No, 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 no. Mm. Wear something that you feel empowered mm. with. You know, and so um, for some men, it's like, hey, I want to come in a suit. Yeah. A suit makes me feel good. It makes me feel sexy. 
great mm-hmm. do that um some women are like you know like, i want to wear this ball ball dress you know yeah. small gown great do that mm-hmm. but whatever makes you feel sexy wear that to the party because it's super empowering just like showing up for a job interview right yeah. you dress to impress i love that yeah definitely wear something that makes you feel sexy um yeah some of mine would be I, not that I made this mistake, but I went to, you know, a couple of play parties without packing a bag of things that I like really needed. Maybe not needed, but things that I really wanted. So now I always bring like a few of my own toys, just small things. I'm really particular about my condoms just because I'm allergic to latex. So I like always have latex free condoms on me. I always have peppermint beadlets because like I want my breath to be fresh and I don't really like gum. You know, it's just like these tiny little things. So if you've never been to a party, generally in most spaces, you can bring a bag and check it. You can do that at the play. Yep. That's why we encourage you to do a bag check. Yeah. Like you're saying, bring your favorite toy, Mm -hmm. bring another outfit. If you'd like. Oh my gosh, I brought sweats to the play Uh, and I'm so glad I did because it got a little chilly and like, you know, I didn't play at this first party. I hardly ever do. And so like, I would say around the 1, 2 a.m. mark and I forgot I had them. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I have sweatpants. I could go and like being cozy. Sweatpants are sexy. Sweatpants are sexy. Mm -hmm. Actually, Pasha always says he fell in love with me when I was wearing gray sweatpants one day and I'm like, okay. Gray sweatpants. (laughs) So I like had these really cozy plush like pants that I put on. You guys provide robes, which is amazing, but not every party does. So like sometimes you show up in something that makes you feel really sexy, but then you get chilly. So like you can bring a robe for yourself. That's exactly what I do. Um, I have a robe that makes me feel sexy. Mm -hmm. And so even, you know, there's a bunch of themes at the play, but once everything kind of, you know, as the night goes on, and like I want to feel sexier. Maybe I'm I dressed up for you know the, the fool's play. I was in right. something wild. You know, yeah. like, you know what? I want to feel sexy now. I'm gonna go put on that robe that makes me feel sexy. Yeah. And so it's 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 just a huge um, game changer when you're you feel sexy in a sexy environment. Um, mm. So yeah, definitely bring your favorite toys, um, outfits, and then like you were saying, if there's like certain mints or condoms or. Um, it could be anything, you know, like I know someone who just likes a balloon. <laughs> they like right. a balloon. It's a blow up balloon and it's like multicolor. Right and like if that person has the balloon on them, mm. they are just in their happy space. So I see them at the play, you know, with with yeah. that balloon. And I'm like, I love that. That's your, your comfort. You life. know, this is so beautiful that you brought this up because it really makes me think of, you know, the play has all these activations and these beautiful like artistic performances erotic performances but you know not every party has that so maybe you have like a gift that you want to share and that you want to like entertain people with or be a conversation starter like bring that thing whatever it is let's say like you're you know you're great at flogging Mm -hmm. bring those flogs yeah right this is the time yeah this is these parties Mm mm-hmm there, there will be a line for it. Yeah. Right. And then you get to do your expression and someone mm-hmm. else is receiving it. And then, you know, there's a connection. There's always a space for it. I love to dance with um, those LED whips. Yeah. The, the, shout out to Luna. Yeah. If you ever get to see a Luna light whip <gasps> performance. Okay. Luna and I need to like, we're going to be. Yeah. She it's gave me one. She gave us one at Burning Man and it was like. It's on my Instagram, so if you ever get a chance, like Luna's Burning Man, like with performance. Yeah. So, yeah, 
bring whatever you want, essentially. And yeah, to put a cap on how else to prepare, you know, as you said, like understanding your boundaries before you go in and what your agreements are if you're in a partnership and really getting solid on that before you go. Um, sharing any fears or concerns, like have those conversations before you get to the party. And then you mentioned in the previous episode, which like, this is so brilliant, dibs, right? Your desires, your um, intentions, and your boundaries. So whether you're in a partnership or you're dating yourself and you're going like uncoupled, understanding, okay, like what what turns me on? What am I interested in? Your intentions. What do I want to create? Like, what do I want to get out of this night? And your boundaries, of course. Mm -hmm. Being solid on that before you walk into the room is amazing. Doesn't mean you can't change them. Mm -hmm. You can walk into a room and be like, I am hella turned on and there's a lot of things in my my boundaries have changed in this moment. The boundaries change, but make sure if your boundary changes that you have the conversation with your partner about, hey, here's the boundary that Mm -hmm. I'd like to change. Can it change tonight or is it something that, you know, yeah. I identify, I want this to happen. Let's wait to the next one of course. or let's, let's talk this out. Yeah. Also, I have to give a shout out to uh, Dr. Shana because um, we created that dibs uh, together. Oh, over, amazing. Over lunch. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is work. So I love dibs Shana. is so great. Um, okay. So these are questions that came in from your IG, from the plays IG. Um, age. So someone asked like, what is the oldest age? <laughs> That you'll allow as old as as old as it gets. Yeah. If you want to come party with us, come on. Yeah. Um. You know, when it, when it comes to age, I think, you know, this is. I would say, you know, actually, here are the stats: ninety four percent of the people that attend the play are between the ages of twenty one and forty four. Okay. Um, a lot of the people that are older. Pick the 21 to 30 range, you know, like, yeah. I know, like, you're not 30. Uh, you know, <laughs> See your ID. No, we, we want older, we want older couples. We want young couples. We want everyone. We, this isn't, again, this isn't uh, the queer space, the swinger space. This is the artist space. Mm. So if you have an appreciation for art and you're interested in attending the play, you know, and there's no red flags on your application, then yeah, come join us. You know, um, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. There is no age restriction. Everyone's welcomed. Um, you know, we just ask that you, just like Bernie Man, contribute to the space. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, last question. Does carrying the HSVS2 virus, like, keep you from becoming a member of the play? Great question. And absolutely not. Mm-hmm. We test, we ask for your results for gonorrhea, syphilis, chlamydia, and HIV. Mm. Um, We've done extensive research with HSV-1 and HSV-2. If you have it, you know, you know when flare-ups are going to happen or are happening, Mm -hmm. right? We just ask that if you do have a flare-up, don't come. Right. You know, like it's it's like if you have COVID. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling COVID symptoms, don't come. Yeah. You know, and... Um, you know, if you need to have the conversation with someone, make sure you're having those conversations. But, you know, I don't like that people with HSV-1 or HSV-2 are sometimes treated like lepers. Yeah. You know? And it's like, hey, y- this isn't a death sentence. Yeah. Right. You can still play. There's so many different ways to play. If you know the statistics and like you're taking the medicine and you don't, you know, um, if you're taking the, the all the medicines, like, you know, it's a 4% 
transfer rate if you have an outbreak. Right, if so you have an outbreak. If you have an outbreak. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, if I haven't, uh, you know, I, I don't have it, but let's just say if, if I did have, like, a, a cold sore, if I wasn't mm -hmm. feeling well, I'm just yes. not yeah. going to come, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but, yeah. I, so. Yeah, thank you for sharing. I love this conversation because it contributes to more people. The more people feel okay with their status and don't feel shame, the more healthy everyone gets because it's people who are like feeling a lot of shame about whether their status or feeling a taboo or resistance to other people sharing their status that creates that like kind of shadow around like the whole STI conversation in general. And then people aren't finding out that they actually have it. Mm -hmm. So it's like bringing everything into the conversation and just like you said it's so many people have you know are walking around with these viruses dormant oh, it's like who maybe don't have of yeah, like america or something has like hiv1 yeah it's you know. and it's wild because these it, it's similar don't quote me on to those like, stats by the way don't quote me on those <laughs> we'll stats. find out what those exact stats are actually because i'm interested but it's so true it's like having you know like we all got like chicken pox when you're younger you yeah. still have that in your system like you get shingles as an adult yeah. and so for people who really take care of their health and like aren't living in high stress situations i, I know hsvs2 which is the genital version can yeah. like stay in your system your entire life and you could go years and years and years without yeah, having exactly. yeah a flare-up and so um really? i think it's really amazing that this is part of the conversation and that you're normalizing it in your community yeah, i the presence of shame is the absence of unconditional love. Mm. We do not want to shame anyone for their um, STI status, for how they choose to identify um, their sexuality. We're not here to shame you. We're here to give you a space where you can be your truest self and be free. Yeah. The presence of shame is the absence of unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And we have to unconditional love each other. It's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but that's definitely a whole other podcast. I'm not going to shame you. Mm -mm. Well, Mr. Michael Hollis, thank you so much. This has been so fun. Um, yeah, we've we had a lot of brilliant questions, and I'm so glad that we had the time to answer them today. You know, again, thank you for creating space. Yeah. You know, and holding space. These conversations are super powerful, super influential as well. Who knows who you're inspiring with all of these episodes? And mm -hmm. like I said, you inspired me to to come on here and um, be a little vulnerable and and, and talk about uh, something that really means so much to me um, and and a whole community. So um, again, shout out to the play team. Yeah. And um, thank you so much for supporting us and and giving us a voice as well. You're very welcome. And before we forget, we have a play coming up. Ah, uh, we so, do. The Matrix. Yes. Um, all right. May, May 13th. 13th. This is the only <laughs> Get your theme. application in. Yeah, this is the only theme that we repeat. Our Matrix party is our signature party. Obviously, the Matrix could have been a sex party. Yeah. Easy with all like the... Latex. Latex. Like, yeah. it is so much fun. We have some really cool performances and activation set up. So, May 13th is the party. Um, but you need to get... You know, we're not the type where like, you submit your information and tomorrow you're coming to the play. You know, right. It's a process. So, submit that application. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's been a wild year. Our last nine parties. So, for the past 
two years we've sold out every single time mm-hmm. um so all all to say get the application in um you know don't fly through it if you fly through it if if you're not going to take the time uh to really fill out the application, we're not going to take the time to interview you, mm-hmm. right? We're taking time out of our day. So yeah. um, put the effort and, you know, looking forward to seeing you guys at the play. Yeah, sounds great. We're going to put a link in the show notes and the bio for this so that you can get right to the application. And I hope to see you there. I have to tell you about these miniature gum models called goat guns. My guy loves building and collecting them. I was most surprised by the complexity of these models. They're really high quality. His dad and friends always ask about it, and if you ask me, these get a little too much attention around here. Shop for yours at goatguns.com.